This episode is brought to you by Tiba Parking. Tiba Parking is a market leader in the parking access and revenue control systems marketplace with the mission to bring the most engaged parking experience to customers around the world. Tiba offers the most advanced solution portfolio and flexible models, including software as a service and parking as a service. And I've used them in many locations and can vouch for how great their system truly works. Visit tibaparking.com to learn more. This episode is brought to you by the International Parking and Mobility Institute, the world's largest association of professionals in parking, transportation, and mobility. Learn more at parking-mobility.org. Hello and welcome to The Parking Podcast, the podcast where we talk about the $100 billion parking industry and the people that make it go. I'm your host, Isaiah Mao, and this is The Parking Podcast. Views and opinions are my own. Welcome back to another episode of The Parking Podcast. Joining us on the podcast today is Mashe David, CEO of Tiba Parking Systems. How are you doing today, Mash? I'm uh, doing well. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, Isaiah, for inviting me to your podcast. Yeah, so glad we could connect. So tell us a little bit about the history of Tiba and how you landed there. So Tiba was founded uh, over 30 years ago in Israel. Uh, in the beginning, it was, um, it was founded by a guy named Isaac. Originally, uh, it started in a totally different uh, technology field. Uh, and in the mid-90s, almost by coincidence, he helped a friend uh, fix or add functionality to a parking uh, facility uh, system. And since then, in the last 20, 25 years, Tiba has been in uh, parking. Very uh, soon, uh, like late 90s, early 2000, became the market leader in, in, in Israel, which, is, which has always been a very, very competitive market, where almost all the global players are also here. And then about uh, 12, 13 years ago, um, decided uh, that it's been quite successful in Israel. Uh, let's try and go outside of Israel. And, uh, moved to U.S., so opened a small office in Atlanta, in U.S., in Georgia. And in the last, I would say, 10 years or so, we've been growing quite dramatically, especially in the last three, four years. Initially, trying to go direct, and it didn't really work out that well, at least initially. And very soon, we started growing our dealers network or bars, value added reseller network, our partners. And together with our partners, uh, we um, basically started growing very, very, very fast. And about um, four and a half, five years ago almost, a, a new investor, a new private equity came and joined uh, as a shareholder. And they, um, they uh, found me and asked me to join. Uh, my personal background is in um, technology, software. Um, before coming to Tiba, I didn't really have much experience in uh, any specific hardware like Tiba or any specialized hardware like Tiba has or all the parks business has. Together uh, with um, our shareholders and, and our network of partners or, or VARs, uh, we've grown very, very rapidly. And today we cover all of North America. I mean, almost every state in in US, including Hawaii, Puerto Rico, and every other state in the mainland, and, and Canada, of course. In the last uh, two, three years, we decided also to, in some areas, and some types of opportunities, to go direct. In other words, to work together with our uh, partners, but uh, 
to go after the larger deals um, by Tiba doing it directly. And it has been a great success in some uh, regions like uh, California, Florida, and now we're opening also an office in, in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, in the Northeast. And we're direct. Uh, and also where we have our main office, which is in Columbus, Ohio, so also the, that part of, the, of uh, the Midwest. So we, are, we have a very large network of partners and, um, um, and we've been uh, growing, uh, I would say, quite rapidly uh, in the last uh, three, four, five years. So that's kind of the quick uh, history of Tiba. Yeah, no kidding on the, on the, the growth. It seems you guys are they're everywhere and you have a great reputation, everyone I talk to. And my first experience, you mentioned you had early on an office in Atlanta. And we, the company that I work for, we run a, a garage called Atlantic Station and it's, it's huge. I think it has like 80 lanes and LPR cameras and it just worked magically. And I was like, what is this equipment? And this is years ago. They're like, this is Tiba. They're new. They're really great. Are you familiar with that property, Atlantic Station? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Atlantic Station was really, um, was also for Tiba, I would say, a turning point. It was, a, it's really one of the largest, if not the largest, uh, parking uh, facility. So it's one mega, one very large facility, as you said, with, uh, I think it's 86, if I'm not mistaken, but somewhere in the, around 80 lanes in and out, some of them. And uh, we've uh, installed it about five years ago, uh, together with a local partner in, uh, in Atlanta. And uh, it's been uh, great. I mean, uh, we, it was very quickly, within weeks, uh, set up, installed, turned on, um, and basically worked uh, flawlessly uh, uh, ever since now. It's a, it's a pretty complex uh, location. It's a mixed use. It has... Uh, a lot of uh, retail uh, shops, it has uh, offices, it has residential. A movie theater. Yeah, a theater. I think there's also um, um, a stadium for, for uh, sports and so on. So it's a pretty large and complex area that serves many, many types of users, uh, monthly subscribers of many, many, uh, uh, with many variations of pricing plans, of credentials, payment uh, payment methods and so on. So yes, it's been a, a, one of our great uh, big successes in the US. And uh, we're very proud of it. Luckily, uh, since then, we also, uh, we today have really uh, dozens of amazing locations. But uh, Atlantic Station was really the, the first big one for Tiba. Yeah, and it was my first experience. And it had been around up to that point, but I'd never used it where you know, you pull a ticket and if you're under a grace period, I pulled up to put my ticket in and the gate raised because it had read my license plate. And I just was, was tickled at how quickly you can get in and out just by, by the LPR technology. What, one thing you, you mentioned was the VARS, the value added reseller network. So I know you have spearheaded a lot of your growth, becoming a, a parks market leader by adopting this model. So can you tell us about the importance of your uh, value added a reseller network? Yeah, and, and maybe I'll just use them as I'll just call them partners for, for the sake of this, simply saying VARS is too long. So our partners are, are maybe one, one of the most amazing pieces of, uh, you know, of Tiba's success. And I think also for their success, Tiba has helped them, or many of them, 
to grow their businesses, uh, and we and they've helped us to grow our business. And together, I think we've created um, um, an ecosystem that, on one hand, we um, we have a local representation, very very skilled people. Many of them are, are uh, tens of years in the industry. Some of them even second and third generation. They know their uh, territory, they know the city, they know the state or the states they're located in. They know, the, they know parking and they, uh, and they know everybody uh, that is relevant in, in, their, uh, in their area. They know the local uh, real estate companies, they know the local parking operators, the local venues, the local... And, um, and on the other hand, we've uh, tuned our model. Again, as I said, until about two years ago where we added a second model or an add-on but we've tuned our model to help them and to support them, both on the financial aspect, so the business aspect, where I think we have a very, very good uh, price position that also helps them sell, but also on the technology side. Uh, we've built uh, our technology in a way that is easy for those uh, partners to install, very, very easy to service and maintain, um, extremely credible equipment, so, it lowered their uh, need to, to maintain and service the equipment all, all the time. And almost every one of our partners of ours, our dealers, actually came uh, and switched to Tivo from another one, from a competitor. And they did it uh, because they've seen uh, the benefit. And in a way, the parking uh, VARs, the parking dealers, are probably the, the biggest experts in parking, at least in the parking technology, deployment, installation, and servicing in, in, in US. Uh, they know how to install it. They know the in and outs. They've been around for tens of years, many of them, and uh, they chose Antiba. So that's a, a, a huge asset. Uh, they're present almost everywhere. And uh, in very quickly, we succeeded to, to get uh, and to spread uh, the Tiba, I would say, uh, name and, and, and presence across the country in many locations that if we would have done it by ourselves, it would be it would take us years and a lot of money. So I think it's been um, a great win-win for us and them. And uh, we are the only company in definitely in US that we see uh, this indirect model, in other words, working with VARs, with partners, as a, as a key part of our strategy. In the past, there were others that they had, or well, some of them still have, uh, VARs, but it's very few, and uh, they've proven that uh, it's not part of their uh, DNA, they're part of their strategy, real strategy for long term. So most of them, which are my competitors, they lost many of their dealers over time, and many of those dealers moved to Tiba because for us, they're not temporary, they're not, uh, they're our real partners. And if they're successful, I'm successful and vice versa. And I think we're the only ones with that philosophy today. Yeah, and we always say your, your park system is only as good as your local support team. You know, I've ran operations where I didn't have someone close by and if something breaks on a cold day and I'm out there fixing it and I'm just hating it. And other times when you have that good support team who does preventative maintenance, who, who's a phone call away, it just makes a world of difference. So it's good to have those, those partners out there. And one thing with my experience in history working with Tiba, I've heard 
come up is this this concept of engaged is engaged parking experience. Can you tell us about uh, this concept and how it how it's made its way into Tiba's culture? Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, in, in every type of business, whether you know your 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 business is, is podcasts or whether it is parking or parking technology. At the end of the day, it's the experience. And the experience in the world of parking, or let's say in Tiba's world, touches a lot of people. So I've mentioned the, um, a minute ago, I've mentioned our, our VARs, our dealers, our, our, uh, I didn't mention yet our technology partners, but they're also part of the experience that we want to have with our immediate ecosystem, immediate surrounding companies that we work with. But at the end of the day, all of us, uh, including the parking uh, uh, facility owners and the parking operators, and definitely the technology companies, we all exist in order to give a good experience to the end user, to the person that comes with, uh, with a car and wants to get in and out as quickly as possible, pay as quickly as possible, be identified as quickly as possible and have really a fast and seamless as possible experience and something that uh, people will just feel, whoa, that was cool, fast, and I'm, I'm and almost seamless. Now, it doesn't end with the end user because in order to enable a parking operation, it's, which is pretty complicated, we also need to enable our um, customers. Our customers are the parking operators and the parking owners. So they own these facilities. They want to make money out of them. They want to improve the operation. They want to uh, optimize this, uh, these assets. And we give them tools to manage, to control, to, uh, for the revenue control, access control, and make sure that these facilities are working smoothly. So if you eventually, if we think about it, it's all about the experience of all the people I just mentioned, from the end user, the, the person in the car, to the owner, the landlord, to the operator, and eventually to all our partners, our immediate partners, other technology partners, and so on. Now, the word engaging or engaged is, again, another value that TIBA has. We, uh, we are partners. We are not vendors. We are not just coming to sell you uh, something and go away. Part of our core philosophy, and we behave that with, we hope, I mean, that's what we're trying to, to achieve. We, we are partners to everybody within the company to, and, and outside. So and in order to be a, a good partner, you have to engage with the other side. We have to engage, again, with our customers, with our partners, with, our, with the companies we integrate with, with other technology companies, and so on. And when we thought about what are kind of the key values that eventually we want to bring to the market, so obviously it has to be a good experience. Now, many use a seamless, ticketless, smooth, easy, fast, and, and all of these are correct. But engagement or an engaged parking experience is something I think is a bit deeper. We see ourselves as the true partners of our customers, and hopefully they see us as well. And just on a side note, we, Tiba, in, in the 12, 13 years that we're in the U.S., we basically didn't lose even one location. It doesn't mean we didn't lose deals, of course, but 
once our systems are installed, wow. they're usually there for 10, 12 years for the lifetime of the, of the, of the hardware. Um, maybe I'll give a, um, you know, a specific example. 12 years ago, one of the first large facilities that Tiba has installed was a place called Doral Golf Resort. Today it is called Trump Doral Golf Resort. At the time it was owned by Marriott. Today it is called the Trump uh, Doral Golf Resort. And about um, a year ago, the um, Doral management, uh, the location management, approached Tiba and they said, you know, 10 or 11 years ago, you've installed this system. It has worked flawlessly for over 10 years. So we want uh, the same, but new. So we came in and within, you know, a few days we replaced the system. It works smooth. And, and this is one of the uh, earlier systems that Tiba has installed in US in a pretty large site. So I think in that respect, we are really at every aspect of, of the way we're doing business with ourselves, with, with our employees, I mean, and with our uh, customers and with our partners, we want to be, to have an engaged experience. We want to be with them. We, we are there, we're with them when, when things work and we're also with them when things don't work. It's not, um, it's, not, it's not temporary. It's not something that we do just to sell and go. We want to sell and stay and help. Yeah, and that's evident. You can see that engaged parking experience all the way through and through from, from your, your employees to your, your resellers, your partners. Yeah, and so how, how do you instill this practice of engaged parking experience? Something you believe in, your team believes in, but how do you, how do you spread this down throughout the culture and, and specifically with your, with your partners who can sometimes are seen as an extension of TIBA? How do you instill this, this concept throughout? I think like almost every value that you want to instill in almost every relationship, you have to first behave that way and and set an example. And uh, if we behave that way internally among ourselves in the company, our employees, and we behave that way with our partners and we help them when they need help and we ask for their help when we need help, eventually it trickles down and gets to every corner of, of our little world. So like, again, like every relationship, it's, it's, easy, it's difficult, it's never easy, and it's something we have to do uh, every day, all day, and, and eventually set an example. Uh, and I think we, you know, by behaving this way, the other side uh, kind of behaves the same with you. It's, that's my expectations. It doesn't really always happen that way, but in most cases it does. And people feel if your values are genuine or you're just doing this, you know, to win a deal or to just uh, overcome specifically the problem. And I believe we're, we're, this is part of our values. And um, that's the way we do it. Yeah, spot on. I think that genuineness of people, people can sense that right off the bat. So yeah, then you talked about your experience before you came to Tiba, you know, technology, software companies. I think you were the president of, of Amdocs, which has like uh, some 25,000 employees, president of Amdocs North America. So maybe can you talk about some of the uh, lessons learned or experiences that help influence the way you think about parking or running a, a company like Tiba? Yeah, so um, actually I started my uh, career as a, as a military uh, pilot, but in the Israeli Air Force. Uh, oh, wow. 
Yeah, and um, about uh, 20 plus years ago, I, uh, I moved to, well, let's say, I left uh, the military and I, I moved into, uh, let's say, the software world. And uh, ever since, I'm, I'm basically working, founding, managing technology companies. To me, uh, technology is fascinating. I'm, I'm obviously, all of us are, are users of technology. I think I'm a relatively heavy user of technology of almost every, every, everything that I can put my hands on. And uh, when I asked myself, what would I like to do in my life? I, it was pretty obvious that it has to do something with technology and something with creating new stuff, new experiences, new capabilities for people or for organizations. And um, in our world, uh, being part of uh, the, you know, creating um, experiences and uh, creating technologies that help people and, and parking is a great example of that, uh, is very exciting. And I've been, um, I've been lucky uh, to be both uh, in very, very large companies managing many, many thousands of people uh, on one hand, but also uh, founding uh, startups, you know, from two guys, myself usually and a partner. I've always done it with somebody. I'm a big believer in, in teamwork. And um, I've been involved in, in founding a half a dozen uh, startups. Some of them are still very successful and some of them less. But also been in very, very large companies. So, uh, and I've seen how extremely successful global leading companies manage themselves, how they behave, the excellence that has to come with it. And uh, Amdox is one great example. Uh, Amdox is a market leader in, in its specific market, which is the telco world. And, and in a way, um, once you get into this world, you, you become a little bit addicted. I like competition. And coming out of a small country like Israel uh, into the big world, uh, for example, to US, you must be much better than everybody else around you. Otherwise, you cannot compete. And I guess because I'm competitive in nature and I like technology, I um, kind of that's the area that I, I, I chose to be in. Or, or actually, I'm not sure if I chose it. Uh, maybe it, it, it chose me. Um, and um, I've been, again, in technology companies, primarily software, cloud, a lot of media, telecommunications, IT companies for all my career before uh, TIBA. And over time, uh, I specialized, or I find myself becoming more and more familiar with two areas. One is customer management or systems that enable and help with customer management. And the other one was with revenue management. Revenue management is a big word for anything from a payment uh, of different kinds, uh, managing your financials, uh, front-end, back-end, and so on. And when I came to Tiba, even though I knew nothing about parking, that was about four and a half years ago, immediately I identified these two areas. Tiba, at the end of the day, we are doing uh, systems or technology that enables our customers, which are the parking operators and, and, the, and the owners, landlords of the, of the facility, facilities to, um, to do their customer management. That includes different price plans and different uh, reporting and applications. All these experiences that we talked about earlier uh, that enable uh, managing the relationship and the experience with their customers. 
And the other aspect of my background was revenue management or managing all the aspects of you know, handling money, handling payments, handling the revenue, whether it is the payment method itself, you know, credit card or, an or with or without an application or, or cash in the case of the parks or parking and so on. And, uh, but obviously everything that happens in the back end and what happens in the back end, first of all, is very complex, very fascinating, and it requires expertise. And uh, when I came to Tiba, which was much smaller than we are today, I identified these areas of technology that are inherent and embedded in the, um, in the domain that Tiba is playing in. And that's how I thought, well, that's why I thought it's, um, it's, um, it's a very interesting area. And, and maybe one more thing. Yeah. The systems that Tiba develops, or I would say even generally, all the parts domain, technology domain, these are critical systems to our customers. Everything happens in real time. Everything happens in, um, in fractions of seconds. And the, these systems have to be alive and work and operate flawlessly and, and with no interruption for at least a decade, sometimes more. And technology-wise, that's a big challenge. Now, to build a system that can withstand the weather, be awake all the time, wait for the next parker, and then when person or the parker comes in, the transaction and everything around it has to be extremely fast and flawless. And while doing that, you also need to give the tools to the parking operator or, or the parking owner to manage that facility. And some of them are very complex, like Atlantic Station, which you mentioned in the beginning, or a very, very large airport, or a very large hotel or hotel chain, or very large universities. These are very complex uh, operations. And our role is to uh, simplify at least the parking area of their business or the mobility area of their business and help them manage their business in a more efficient way. Now, all of us, uh, even those that are not really parking professional, have experienced parking today. And it seems like a very simple uh, transaction. You come in, you wave or touch, or, or you get some kind of a ticket, you go in, on the way out you pay, and you go out. It sounds very simple. But behind the scenes, there are many, many things that need to happen and, and the efficiency, the accuracy has to be at the highest level. Let me give you a, a simple example. About um, three years ago, we've installed one of our largest, to, to one of our largest customers, which is uh, all the Caesars properties in, at the time in Las Vegas and later around the country. We've installed in, in other uh, mega casinos and hotels in Vegas, Tiva systems. And within weeks, we achieved a three nines. Three nines means that the system uptime was above 99.9% of the time. Wow. Which is an amazing achievement considering that when it was not uptime, it included the people you know, that drank a little bit too much and run into gates and broken systems and so on. So, and this is Vegas we're talking about. Exactly, exactly. So uh, these are extremely high quality, high reliability, extremely fast, real-time 
system where the user only sees the tip of the iceberg. And in behind the scenes, you have to do many, many things in order to, uh, to create, uh, again, um, a very fast, a very credible experience and also very engagement, engagement experience, which we talked about earlier. So that's a little bit about my background and how it is related to Tiba and parking in general. Yeah, no, that's a great story. And you could see how, how it all comes together. Let's switch uh, subjects here. Let's talk a little bit about a COVID. So we're, we're seeing a, a paradigm shift now where asset owners are looking for contact, contactless solutions. That's the, the buzzword now. To me, though, I don't think that's nothing new for Tiba. I know I've seen your garages where uh, motion sensor ticket dispensers, you wave your hand out, spits out a ticket. You don't have to touch anything. You guys, as I talked about earlier, using LPR to, to raise gates. You, you have some other uh, entry methods with, with apps, payment methods with, with mobile apps and stuff to avoid contact. Maybe perhaps tell us your thoughts on contactless payment and, and parking moving into this, to this new uh, world we're living in with COVID. So first of all, definitely the, the world has changed in, in almost every, and it's going to continue and change in almost in every aspect of, of our business. From the way we experience parking or how we enter, pay, and exit parking facility. So definitely uh, COVID is changing our world. And one aspect of it is what is the experience? The experience when you enter a parking facility, when you pay, or, and when you want to leave, and everything around that. And yeah, now, to us, when COVID uh, showed up, there was very little we had to change in the technology. I mean, maybe we had to uh, fine-tune or maybe emphasize capabilities we had in the past and were not really used because people didn't really were looking for uh, touchless, or contactless, and so on. So for us, it was more like uh, kind of reminding the world that we have these capabilities. Now, some of these capabilities like uh, touchless and, and so on, I think will stay here for long. And some of them probably will, will, will return or some experiences will return to be as they've been before. At the end of the day, the experience today that people are used to when they're coming to a parking facility is pretty um, deeply ingrained in how, how they park. And I've seen, and we've seen because we've kind of researched it, we put these uh, wave buttons so you don't have to actually touch them in quite a few locations. Uh, I think maybe in the second week of COVID, we already had like um, dozens of them installed and with very big signs, wave, don't press, don't, don't touch the button. It didn't help. You know, people <laughs> continue to push, <laughs> yeah. to push that little button and and by the way, we, we have one of those buttons that either you can wave at it or push it, it still spits out a ticket. So we try to tell the people, oh, look, you don't have to touch it. You can just wave at it. And um, they said, oh, interesting. And then we, we saw that there were a few of them that returned, you know, a day later, a week later, and so on, and they continue to touch it. So I think there's a, a learning curve here. Um, and Tiba has, I would say, all the variety of solutions, again, whether it is uh, these uh, touchless uh, buttons or uh, applications, uh, some of them that we have in our Tiba developed, uh, and some of them together with our partners. Maybe it's a good uh, timing to mention that Tiba, one of our, I would say, unique strengths is 
our, our ecosystem of technology partners. Tiba today has over 250 integration with almost every type of partner that you can imagine that exists in the parking world. From uh, payment companies, reservation companies, from hotel systems, uh, ERP systems, other access control systems, um, universities, uh, airports, almost any type, financial systems, of course, CRM systems, almost every type of system that you can imagine or technology that is somewhat related uh, to parking, uh, there's a good chance we already have an integration with. And whether it is with our own technology or some other partner, we, we very quickly adapted. Uh, and most of these were already there. We simply needed to highlight uh, or to turn on certain features. It's not like we had to develop something uh, from scratch. Um, I think it's also maybe a good point to mention about LPR. Uh, LPR stands for License Plate Recognition. Um, those cameras that are uh, at the entrance and the exit and identify the, or recognize the car license plate, the number. And Tiba is really a pioneer in this, uh, in LPR. Uh, Tiba started with it 23 years ago in Israel with uh, one of the two or three leading companies that is still a leading LPR company in US as well. It's the leading company in US today. And in many aspects, we, we're one of those that brought this technology to US. Today, Tiba has more LPR lanes in parking in US facilities than anybody else. In other words, 50% or over 50% of the LPR lanes in, in US are Tiba. Wow. And, and, and you mentioned Atlantic Station. Yes, uh, it's about 80 lanes of LPR. And if you're in the system, if you're a subscriber, if you're a monthly, if you're a frequent visitor, or, or when you come in and out and you paid already, boom, the LPR system recognizes you. Uh, sometimes even before you stop your car, uh, as you are slowing down, and the gate opens and you fly out. So in LPR is really um, part of our system. We don't even consider it today like a special feature. And again, we, we've been doing LPR for over 20 years. So, and, and this is only one example that uh, comes with touchless and, and ticketless. So almost every variation of um, contactless, touchless, with tickets, without tickets, and so on, that exists today, with, with gates, without gates, that exists today, Tiba can do. And most of it already exists in our system and just a feature that needs to be activated or turned uh, or tuned. Well, what about gateless environments? This is not necessarily COVID because you don't touch the gate, but I've seen a lot of, a lot of buzz around that lately. Does Tiba look at that as a, as, a, as a challenge or an opportunity? Is it something that you thought something about, this gateless garages? I know gates are still needed in a lot of environments for, for a barrier, for, for, for busy garages to keep cars in and out, but what do you have thoughts on this new... Uh, philosophy of gateless garages? So uh, I'll say this. First of all, as you know, Tiba is, is a player in the, in the parks world. Park stands for parking access and revenue control system. So I want to emphasize the word access. Today, probably the only, uh, I would say, barrier of, for removing the barriers is the fact that if somebody... Uh, enters or leaves your garage, your facility, 
without paying, uh, the parking operator or the owner has to chase that person and try to collect the money. And it's more of a legal question if the laws permit or enable uh, the parking uh, owners to go and collect their money if somebody kind of didn't pay. You don't really have any ability. I mean, you need to take a person to court and that's very expensive. And you know, sometimes uh, for a $20 parking bill, uh, you don't go and chase people uh, to court. So I don't think it's a technology question. I think it's more of, um, of a, a legal question. There are countries in the world where um, the system, the, the legal system, enables a very easy collection of parking fees, also for private parking owners. And TBA is installed and we have such system. We have such system in Australia and in some countries in Europe. But in US, again, from legal perspective, there is, a, I think, a challenge. In other words, what I'm trying to say is that it's not a technology challenge at all. From Tiba's perspective, we can do it today. It's, um, it's a broader business, um, maybe legal question. And I think the, the gate, the barrier itself, is a pretty, uh, I would say, simple way to enforce payment. So, and, and the alternative, even if there was a legal way to go and uh, collect your money, it will be more expensive. So, from cost effectiveness, I'm not sure that even if the law will enable those parking operators and owners to chase people and get their money back, it will, it will actually happen. Because the gate itself is, again, it's a pretty simple solution. Uh, yes, it does cost money, but, um, and, and, and the experience is less smooth. But again, it's again, it's not a technology issue. I, I'm very much in favor because I'm in favor of smoothening the whole experience. Come in, out. We'll identify you. We'll send you a check. If you if we have your credit card or payment method on file, we'll charge you. If not, we'll send you the the bill uh, home, and you pay for it, and 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 everything is wonderful. If we could have done that, and technology-wise, we are we can do it today. But I don't think the, the real world is ready for this. So I think gates, barrier gates, will be with us for quite a few years ahead. Yeah, and in the U.S., I've seen it work in some, some states, some municipalities where it's a municipality, so they have access to the DMV, and the DMVs do not charge. So different states, some, some they charge a dollar, two dollars every time you look up a plate. Some states, it's free. So I think it's a case-by-case scenario. It is an option, and that's, I think you're spot on in your thoughts there. Uh, and by the way, even if it's just $1, and, and you have, uh, let's say, uh, 100 of these or 1,000 of these that are not paying a month, you, you need a whole system. You need to, to query, pay $1, write letters. Some will ignore you. You need to chase them. You need to take them. So that does the effort is not necessarily worthwhile comparing to just putting a gate there. So I'm not a, a big fan of gates. I simply think it's a, sometimes a simple solution, uh, maybe it's not as smooth as not having a gate, but it's simple. And simplicity, which by the way is one of Tiba's values, I think it's a huge value. It's a huge, huge value. Be simple, don't complicate life. Again, I'm a big fan of gateless. I hope it can happen. 
it's not a technology issue. Tiba is ready and we can do it tomorrow. I think it's, an, it's, above, it's, it's beyond, uh, I would say, the technology companies like Tiba and, and even beyond the operator. And, and there's only two segments that have seen it, and that's municipalities and universities. Actually, an university, you can say in some areas, at least a type of municipality, they have like their own control over their, their geography. So I think in that respect, uh, th those areas that can adopt a bit earlier uh, than um, commercial uh, private parking. Oh, great thought. So I heard you say that you were, you were a pilot, so I don't know if you still have your license are you still flying or is there anything, was, uh, anything you still like to do for fun that I, I know i've heard you say earlier before we started recording you like to to hike and go for walks and what, what yes, do you do so when you're not uh solving the the parking uh problems of the world first of all it's difficult to disconnect yourself so even when i'm uh, hiking and i'm hiking quite a lot and uh, also running and, um, and you know being outdoors is something that i like very much I, unfortunately, I, I keep thinking about work and about uh, solving uh, parking pro problems, even when I'm uh, running uh, on the beach in, uh, in Israel, in Tel Aviv, along the Mediterranean. So I find myself thinking about, about parking and, you know, uh, management problems. Uh, but I'm, um, I, I, like do, I like being outdoors. I like, uh, you know, doing different types of sports. I read a lot. I listen a lot to podcasts, especially when I'm driving or when I'm flying, I mean, when COVID will allow us to return back to flying. And on the flying side, I, I was a military pilot in the Israeli Air Force, as I said earlier. Uh, and today I'm still uh, serving uh, as an instructor at the Israeli Air Force Academy. Uh, but for many, many years, I've been an um, operational active pilot and uh, I liked it very much. And uh, I was very lucky. Uh, lucky to do it for many years and it's part part of my greatest experiences are from those years but i can also say that uh, these days are not less challenging <laughs> than uh, than being uh, in the air force yeah, we'll have to talk about that on another podcast just i'm so interested in and c-level members ceos coos that run these laric organizations how do you how do you unwind how do you disconnect how do you take those uh those breaks to regain your sanity. But it looks like uh, even when I go for a run, I like, I like to listen to my music. So I bring my phone and then before you know it, halfway through my run, I'm glancing at emails. I'm back into, <laughs> into I, I have a hard problem of disconnecting, winding down, taking that break. But that's... Uh, it is, yes, it is very, very difficult. It is very difficult today yeah, to disconnect yourself. You know, the, these mobile phones... Uh, are pretty addictive and uh, and especially you know uh, for Tiba we, we are a global company so something happens almost at, at every hour of the day so uh, let's say in the early mornings in Israel I uh, sometimes speak with people in Australia and then later in the day we speak with people in, in US and there's the East Coast the West Coast so so practically from uh, Sunday uh, morning until uh, Friday late evening, uh, 24 hours, <laughs> six days a week, there's somebody awake out there that uh, may uh, need uh, your help. And, uh, and it's diff very difficult to disconnect yourself. Very difficult. Yeah, that may be worth another, uh, another uh, discussion, but definitely it's one of the modern challenges. And in a way, I can tell you on a personal level, um, I, I, I like it, you know, I, 
it, it keeps you know the the generator working at high speed all the time um, and for me at least it's there's a lot of energy in it, a lot of positive energy oh i'm the same way i can't it it doesn't matter weekends saturday sunday it's i'll find something to do all day i like to take my little hour before bed to, to read or watch a tv show with the family but uh yeah no and i was thinking you know just to make this recording possible it's it's late friday night for you so i'm gonna let you go so you could uh, spend time with your family and, and get get some uh get a break here but what's the best way for listeners to learn more about tiba or how to get in touch with their local partner do you go to the tiba website or how do you how do you find who to partner with yeah, so yeah, it's pretty easy. So uh, we have uh, our website, which is uh, tibaparking.com, or you can find us on uh, LinkedIn and Twitter and other social media. And if you just even uh, type uh, Tiba Parking uh, phone number, you'll get the Tiba Parking phone number, um, and, and somebody will pick up the phone, or you can send us an email, again, through our website. Or, or to one of the, um, or, or a message to one of the social media outlets, uh, will be very responsive. Again, either ourselves or we'll direct the, the question to one of our uh, local uh, partners, local resellers. And, and, and again, uh, in the parking, um, in in the parking world, uh, the parking uh, again, the, the facility landlords and the parking operators, uh, most of them. Are familiar with Tiva, they know how to get to us, and uh, we know how to get to them as well. And I think one additional uh, maybe value or one additional uh, thing that is very important in the way we operate is, is our flexibility. So, because we realize there's many many types of customers and types of users, we try to create a mentality, product philosophy, and the way we do business that. It's pretty flexible. I'll give you a couple of examples. One, we, I think we're pretty much the only company or one of the only companies that can enable or can enable the operator or the local facility to either work fully in the cloud or fully on-premise and almost any variation in between. And today, uh, we, we have customers that want everything on-site, on on-premise. And we have customers that want everything in the cloud. And we have also customers that want to have everything locally and just the backup in the cloud, or they have their own private cloud, or, or any variation in between. There's very few companies like that. Some of our competitors are only in the cloud, and then if there's a network problem, their systems are like dead in the water. Or there's other companies, um, which are more traditional competitors, that the systems operate good way when they're on-premise, but they don't operate that well when it's a cloud installation. That's one example of flexibility. Maybe the other one is on the business side. So today, Tiba uh, offers a both, I would call it uh, more of a traditional CapEx or, or a buy the hardware, buy a software license and go and operate the system, and all the way to what we call parking as a service. Parking as a service, is basically, in, in short, it's PaaS, P-A-A-S, and um, we basically enable the software, the hardware, the installation, and then the service, um, and you can pay us um, a monthly fee, and we will take care of all your parking needs. 
And today, especially due to COVID and, and, um, and some cash flow issues that some of our customers have, parking as a service is a, is a, great, is a great way for them to uh, maybe overcome this period. Because of Tiba's a strong, uh, would say also financial position, we are able to provide all these variations of um, payment and, and business uh, uh, models. And uh, I think we're also unique with that. Very few companies provide all the variety of payment, payment terms or payment uh, schemes. Um, and usually it's a combination again of being flexible, wanting to be flexible, and once you decide that you're, you want to become flexible, it, it touches every aspect of the business. Again, it's a value, like engagement. Uh, and it reflects itself, again, in our business model, in the way we do business and go to market with our partners and direct, and in our technology. So uh, hopefully uh, people have learned something about Tiba today. Yeah, and I love that concept, parking as a service. I think with COVID affecting so many budgets uh, around the around the world really you're going to see a lot more need i think for financing and to be able to more or less lease out your parking and revenue control system so that's really cool that that tiva offers something like that and again i'm all, i'm a big believer in references I, I believe anyone you talk to that uses tiva is 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 going to give glowing reviews just because of the service and the and the product we use them a number of locations and had great success. So please reach out to Tiba because you're not going to be disappointed. So uh, Mache, thank you so much for, for joining the podcast. Thanks for all your, uh, your, your insights there and learning more about the history of Tiba and you. We really appreciated having you on the show. Thank you very much, uh, Isaiah. And um, good luck uh, to everybody. And uh, call us uh, Tiba. We'll, we'll immediately come and, and help you. Thank you very much. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great week. To our listeners, thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Parking Podcast. Please leave us a review and tell a friend about our show. It would mean a lot. This has been a production of Synchronicity Media, produced by me, Isaiah Mao. Our music and score is by Zona. Our show art and design is by the talented Allison Gilly. You can follow us on social media at The Parking Podcast. Or you can find our website with bonus content at parkingcast.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in two weeks. Are you interested in your parking organization becoming APO, Accredited Parking Organization Certified through the International Parking and Mobility Institute? Or perhaps you're interested in one of your green garages becoming ParkSmart Certified through USGBC? Well, the Parking Podcast is here to help. Our Parking Accreditations Consultants Network will ensure you are matched with the best site reviewer or green garage assessor available for a fraction of the price. Learn more at parkingcast.com consulting. This episode is brought to you by the International Parking and Mobility Institute, publishers of the industry's only soup to nuts textbook about all things parking. It's called A Guide to Parking, and several of our guests from previous episodes have contributed to this wonderful little textbook. Learn more and order your own copy at parking-mobility.org textbook.